I be a feminist and watch Love Island? <laughs> oh, I, I, <laughs> go on, Annie. You've got it, girl. <laughs> I, if you could see Annie right now, she had her hands in a prayer sign. Like I hate Love Island. <laughs> I hate it so much because, it, like, oh, I just hate it so much. I hate the people on mm. it. I hate. Um, what happens to the people after it? I hate the racism that goes on. Yeah. I hate that they all look. The, I, I hate that they all look the same. Yeah. <laughs> they all look the same. <laughs> and they're like, we have one plus size girl this year. And, and it's all... like someone who's a size twelve. And they're like, yeah, we're doing a lot for diversity. <laughs> it's like, and we got a black girl it's... this year as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say without like blowing my top. Tuned in to the conversation for her by her. This episode was recorded in the pod at White City Place. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Conversation. I'm Robin, your Scottish TV and radio presenter. And I am, of course, joined by some lovely ladies today. Um, as always, we have two of our regulars, but we also have a special guest as well. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> um, I'm Anisha, I'm 26 years old, and um, I'm on this podcast today because I'm under the somewhat deluded impression that people care what I have to say. They do. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks nice for being here. Yeah. All right, ladies, introduce yourselves. Who have we got? Hey, guys, I'm Lolly. I'm a TV presenter and writer. And as soon as the clock strikes five, you'll find me with a G&T in hand. <laughs> You're such a liar. It does not need to strike five. <laughs> okay, five. Three, okay? Three. Oh, as soon as the afternoon. <laughs> my name's Annie. I'm currently a healthcare journalist. And you can actually find me in my kitchen just whipping up any old thing. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. I didn't bring any snacks today. Yeah, I was actually waiting. I was like, I didn't want to ask. Yeah. I mean, you should have. Yeah. We were all thinking It's going to be like biscuits, (laughs) treats, anything. Yeah. (laughs) No. Not today. Sorry. Sorry. That's quite I have to be in the mood. Now, we're going to jump into our Sob Sister episode. This is obviously a favourite feature. Um, It is a feature where we get a list of questions that we've not seen before. um, And we do our very best to give as much advice as we can. Um, So, yeah. Let's start with you, Lolly. Pick a number between 1 and 12. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> let's go for 11. 11. Oh. It's lucky. Contro- yeah, controversial. Okay, 11. Are you ready for the question? Yes. Yes. Okay, it says, I'm suffering at work because a colleague constantly takes time off. I'm the one who gets it in the neck from our boss when she calls in sick. He makes sarcastic comments about your friend letting us down again. Yes, we are friends, but how is it my fault when she's not here? I'm also the one who suffers because I get landed with her work. She's a lazy individual with no conscious or work ethic, yet I don't want her to think that I've been disloyal. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Harsh words for a friend. <laughs> Sounds like a shitty boss and yeah. possibly a shitty friend as well. So, wait, so the boss is getting angry because the other pa- the other friend is yeah. taking time off. Yeah. Why is she getting angry at her then? Yeah, you're not responsible know. for, especially in like yeah. a corporate work environment, you're not responsible for somebody else's yeah, workload. Yeah, of course not. But do That's you already... feel like if you help someone get the job, you feel a sense of responsibility? Because I do. Yeah. No, I definitely would agree with that. But also, yeah. you're not responsible when it comes down to the actual work aspect. Yeah. Like, you can help them to get to that job, but they've got to do the work to keep it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And there's an understanding yeah. in the office that, you know, once they're employed, they're employed of the office. Like, it's not your responsibility anymore to, like, 
yeah. make, them yeah. good, make them a good employee. I know what you mean, but I do think, like, on a personal level, like, if I do have a friend at work yeah. and they are a bit crap, <laughs> like, then I do feel like I... Somewhat responsible. Yeah, I don't know why, because I feel as if, like, oh, well, they're my friend and I feel yeah. like that, I, that together we're kind of seen as, like, a little bit of... A unit. I guess yeah. it depends how close you are. Yeah, I, I understand the kind of pressure that they have. So this happened actually in the newsroom um, in my office recently because I took a day off to yeah. do some life admin. But I had like a couple of stories going and we have like another reporter in, in, in the newsroom. And like I had to like give my stories to her to finish off. And I felt like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. you know, what if... What if I've done it all wrong and then she has to like yeah. finish it off and like, oh, I've just like put all this work onto her yeah. when, mm. you know, it's not necessarily any of our faults, you know. Um, yeah. It's quite a lot, really. Yeah. So I can kind of understand why she's sort of a bit like, oh, I kind of want to help my friend out. Yeah. yeah. You know, I want to help her out as much as but I can. But also, like, we are adults and you're responsible for exactly. yourself. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Has she given a re- She hasn't given a reason as to why she's taken loads of time off. Nah, she's so probably be... just, like, lolly out on the G&Ts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I made it, so... <laughs> to be fair, yeah. she did make it. Yeah. And she is always on time. Yeah. So, yeah. It could be the thoughts too. Yeah. She she is a work colleague. So. Yeah. We see each other a couple times a week. A couple times too many, some might say. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wrote this question in. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> yeah. We were like awkwardly looking at each other like, who's gonna say oh, it? <laughs> oh dear gosh. Oh, okay. okay, so advice then. What do you think is the best course of action in this scenario? I think first of all speak to the friend. Yeah. And be like, hey, this is happening and yeah. It's really not my fault, it's yours. <laughs> but then also speak to the boss and be like, look, I'm not responsible yeah. for somebody not being able to pull their weight. And yeah. just because like I brought them in yeah. doesn't mean that I should be responsible for them not being able to perform. Oh, see, I yeah. think that'd be so hard though. Could you imagine going to your boss and be like, listen up, right? Yeah. yeah. Like you just I just don't know if I could do that. You'd have to be kind about it though. Yeah. yeah. But if you're if you're able to like verbalise those thoughts on a piece mm. of paper and be like, she's lazy, she's this, clearly there is a problem. So just say exactly what you've written in the question to the boss. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. I would because uh, I think calling your own colleague like lazy or something. Oh no! And don't say that to the boss. That, oh, that, that is, is that actually. Th- I mean, that's quite unprofessional. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. She's lazy. Fire. Get rid of her. Also, you have no friends. Literally. <laughs> Why is the boss putting this on her as well? Yeah, Surely I that's find not that a very strange. good management style. No, and the sarky comments as well. Yeah, that's not very great. So if you want to, if she went to her boss. Surely she would probably just get more sarky comments back. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. So I would say if it like escalates, take it to HR. Yeah. Change your job. No, Go to take HR. it. Take it to HR. <laughs> no, oh, it's like, right. a bit extreme. Now no. have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ruin the bag. Yeah. So first step we would say is speak to your friend. See if she can kind of like clean up her act a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the second step is if you can speak to the boss, if you feel like they would be receptive, then do that. If not, HR. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's our best advice. I think that's the worst case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. HR just sounds really scary. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very like formal and official, isn't it? It's just like, oh. Yeah. And I don't care what they say, it's not that confidential. No. They're like, we're here to help. We're on your side. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure they are. Right, let's pick another one. All right, Anisha. Number between one and 12 that's not 11. (laughs) Um, I'll go for one. Number one, the top. Okay, it says, broke. Don't know how to tell my friends. I can't keep up with the lifestyle. What do I do? Oh, gosh. That's a really tricky one. I feel like this is something, like, a lot of us can relate to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, I, I remember actually at one point, because I like funded my way through uni, so I had like a student loan, but only a little bit because I was Scottish in England. That's another conversation. Ah, <laughs> but, that was um, my next question. Yeah, actually. right? So I had a little <laughs> bit, but not a lot. So I like had to fund myself. So I worked like weekends and stuff. And I remember one particular point, like being like, I don't know if I have enough like for my rent. Mm. Um, and it was like a friend's birthday and they were all going out. And you know, when, and I was like, oh, I just won't drink. And then it's like a little bit less yeah. and stuff yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I won't get a side, all of that sort of stuff. And then it comes to that bit, obviously, of paying the bill, and everyone's like, yeah, let's just split it. Yeah, yeah. I hate oh, that. God, yeah. And I, I just that. remember being like, yeah. oh, my... Like, I just remember thinking, I this is all I have in my account. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is it. Mm. And so I think that it's so difficult, even mm. if you are really close friends, to have that conversation. Yeah. Um, but I do think yeah. if, they're worth, if they're worth their soul, and you had, like, just being honest with them, this yeah. is my situation right now, they would understand you could come to some kind of... Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, some yeah. kind of like yeah. solution, I guess, together. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's helpful, but I feel like it does get easier with age. Yeah, yeah, yeah people I, I would feel quite comfortable being like to my friends, yeah. oh, I can't really afford it at the moment. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Do this. I would feel really chilled about something. Yeah. I do that I have all no time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that is my entire life. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't sorry. relate to this question because my friends' lifestyles are the same as mine. We just stay at home and watch TV. It's free. Saving loads of money. Exactly. Buy a house soon. Yeah, but I'm spending it all on avocado and toast. Ah. Classic millennial you. Yeah. Oh, God. I know, right? Ugh. No, I think I, because my friends actually have quite a high spending lifestyle, is that the yeah. right word? Yeah. Yeah, they have quite a high, um, like, lifestyle, as in, like, they do have quite a lot of money. Yeah. Mm. A lot of them. Not every, all of them, obviously, but, like, it is, mm. like, so it's more things like, oh, cool, should we get tickets to this festival? And then it's, like, £500. Yeah. It's like, oh, my gosh, should we go on holiday? That's, like, £600. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And you want to spend time with them. Of course then, you do. If there's going to be constant activities, that's loads of money. Yeah. It becomes really difficult. Yeah, I think as well... Like, my advice for this question would be find, like, that one friend that you can, like, confide in. Yeah. So I've got, like, my best... Everyone has, like, their best friend within a group, mm. so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I have one that even, like, we're going away to Ibiza for my birthday. I stupidly arranged this on a whim. And now I'm like, I don't really have any money to go to Ibiza for my birthday. But now all my friends are going to be away from my birthday if I don't go. Uh, okay. So, like, uh. then I, like, confined it with, like, my best friend and was like, right, okay, I really don't have the money to do this now. Yeah. And she was like, okay, that's kind of a problem because you've invited everyone. I'm like, yes, <laughs> that is my problem. Um, but having that one friend that's like, okay, so then in, like, the group WhatsApp, when they're, like, all chatting about kind of, like, getting apartments and stuff, yeah. she's like, oh, let's go cheap and cheerful. And, like, you've kind of got... That someone, got someone to on share your side, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so they're gonna know now. Just one person saying, like, oh, no, yeah. no, 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 it's yeah. Like, yeah, you're like, I didn't want anyone to know, like, yeah, yeah. you're broadcasting it live yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's what that would be my advice like, find that one friend that you can kind of confine in if you yeah. if you feel like you can't really like tell them all, yeah, um, I have that one friend that then has got your back, yeah, I'd agree. Would you say, Annie? I guess it depends on what this person's friend's, like, lifestyle is. Mm -hmm. You know, if they, like, eat out a lot or, mm. you know, or if they are a bit more lavish, I think I think you have to sort of depend... You have to really sort of, I think, think to yourself on what you can say no to, Yeah, yeah. I think. And also, I think pe FOMO is so real. Mm. It really but is, yeah. Mm. there are certain situations where, like, it's just the same. Yeah. Uh -huh. 
like you're not missing out on anything that's like really it's really just another, important. Yeah, it's yeah. just another night out. Or yeah, you have to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You won't be in a position where people are talking about it for years on end. Like, do you remember this one time, yeah. that one specific time? I think you really yeah. just gotta pick your battles. Yeah. You? yeah, yeah. That's good. That's show. what I would say. Or I think a good bit of advice that I kind of did, like when I was like, oh, a bit broke, is I was like, oh, guys, do you want to come round and like we can cook dinner? Yeah. yeah. Or like kind of. I always do that. Make something. Yeah like make a kind of event of like what you would be doing mm. on your own and yeah. then that way you're still seeing your friends mm. instead of going out for cocktails have like a cocktail night in yeah yeah, yeah it's cheaper yeah. yeah and like but make it fun and you don't even have to say oh it's because I'm so broke you could literally yeah. just say oh I thought this would be cute if mm. you came round and like let's have a girls night in and I think people and should just talk about money more yeah yeah, yeah definitely because it's still a bit of a taboo yeah very much so I, I mean I don't really ask my friends I don't ask many of my friends like how much they earn or whatever, no. but um, I think we should like definitely talk about that a lot. It more. should be much more of an open dialogue. Yeah, definitely. I'm 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 quite open about not yeah. how much I earn, but like mm-hmm. you know how my, much do you earn? Much <laughs> I'm not telling anyone on the podcast. Pass it to me on a piece of paper. <laughs> Everybody knows I'm a broke journalist. Okay, are we all? You can just pick a number out of a hat, and you know it's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think as well, like, um, not having money can sometimes be, like, very vulnerable. Yeah. Like, I look at money probably wrongly, but I still do it, as, like, a kind of safety net. Mm. Yeah. So, like, for instance, I feel like if I have more money, then I feel a little bit safer in the sense that if anything were to go wrong, like, I'm okay. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I don't know. So I think that's why people don't want to be, like, I'm broke. Cause that's yeah. the freelance life, yeah. though. Yeah, I definitely used to feel like that when I freelanced. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, maybe Because it's not consistent. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. And I also am in this situation right now. I'm going, my boyfriend's booked a holiday for us next week, and I forgot to file one of my, like, biggest invoices, oh. which is, like, a huge lump of money. And I was saying to Robin the other day, I was like, I have no money for this holiday. Like, I'm not going to get it till mm. midway through the holiday. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. And that is really stressful. But that, that is a reality of freelance life yeah. and I've never ever forgotten to file an invoice before the first time wow. yeah. yeah oh look at you with your first world prop life man <laughs> what will I do when I go on holiday oh dear I can't buy that Gucci bag now <laughs> I do think also there is um, an, at school there's a lack of financial education yeah. yeah so even when you start earning money you just don't know what, like I get really confused by mm. like savings accounts and yeah, bonds, and there's yeah, so many yeah, different yeah. things. And I think that's such an important school that they just don't teach. And they so oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't really know what freelance was when I was at school. Well, I was what, like, the term, what, yeah, what the I was like, I don't yeah. really know too much about you that. You think it's like, nine to five or yeah. nothing? Yeah, yeah. So it would be good to have some education on that as well. Yeah. Oh, exactly. another piece of advice. We had an amazing um, speaker at the last conversation live called Go Fund Yourself. Oh yes. Um, on Instagram, I've been following her, and she is really helping financially. So if you are a bit broke, there's like other ways to kind of like earn a little bit of extra cash. So that yeah. might be helpful as well. Scrimp and save. Yeah. That's the Indian way. <laughs> what kind oh, of salmon? <laughs> and then some. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Annie. Pick a number. Okay. It's your turn. Um, I'm gonna pick eight. Number eight, yeah. please. Magic eight ball. Dun, dun, dun. Oh yeah, that used to be a thing, right? Mm. Or still is a thing. Okay, it says, recently my friend said to me that they would love to have my a baby that looks like me. I am mixed race, one parent is black oh, African boy. and the oh, other boy. is white, French. I felt a little bit uncomfortable. Am I being dramatic? Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I oh mean, boy. I don't think that's dramatic at all because I think like the fetishization 
Wow. Can the you... fetishization. <laughs> is that Feti- right? Fetish, fetishization. There Fetish- we go. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> of um, mixed race people is like beyond bizarre. And the fact that people could be like, oh, this mixed race person is really good looking. So I would like to have a child that's mixed mm. race. It's actually quite weird. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. if you think about that, yeah. like, that's very, very strange. Yeah. yeah. But do you think that's what they are saying? Or do you think it's just a compliment of like, oh, like, because I wouldn't necessarily think of someone's skin colour if I was like, oh, I wish I had a baby that looked like you, if like it was a cute one. Yeah. This is classic colourism. No, but it is. It's yeah. classic yeah. colourism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, want, I want a brown baby, but I want it to be light skin. I don't yeah, want it to be dark skin. You can't be too dark. You can't yeah. be too dark. Just dark enough. Yeah, yeah just dark enough, yeah. The, the hit of exotic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's colourism, yeah. exoticism. Yeah. 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 Can I interject? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interject. Hi, guys, it's Zulika. So, um, I have well, been commanded by Priscilla, who's sitting in the same room, to give my two pennies on this one because um, me and my boyfriend, I'm mixed, my boyfriend is from Sierra Leone, and people are always asking us to have babies. Yeah, people say that to me and my boyfriend. My boyfriend's white. I'm mixed as well, but very dark. (laughs) But people are always like, oh, my God, your babies are going to be so cute. Mm -hmm. They're going to be so cute. And I'm like, whoa, I'm 24. (laughs) Like, babies aren't on my radar. That's a weird thing to say to a a couple anyway, let alone alone, bring in, like, race issues. Yeah, but people say that to me, and I'm white, and my boyfriend's white. They say, oh, my gosh, your babies are going to be so cute. No, but this is more of a thing that concerns race. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. It's it's about, like, designer babies, isn't it? It's this whole thing of, like, you know, oh, um... Your baby would look so cute um, if it was light skin. Like I said before, mm. you know. But if it's too dark, you know, people people don't really? like. Yeah. yeah. If it had, so people say to me constantly. Yeah. If the baby has your hair, and his, whatever. Like so, they pick their cherry. So they're like, yeah, so they're like cherry picking. They do acceptable features, and they'll say to me, "And if they had Scott's eyes as well." Yeah, 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 yeah. So the mixed race kid with the blue eyes is a real. Because lighter thing. eyes are better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they're like Partly. picking like features. No, it's like, like I said, a designer design a baby. baby. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, yeah. What? Well, it's yeah. fucking stupid. If you want to do that, get on Sims and like play like a weird. Game. I love Sims. <laughs> <laughs> I also love Animal Crossing as well. God, what have I done? <laughs> I never got into Sims. Oh, I really loved it. Oh. I could never really play it that much because we didn't have like the actual game on the computer, so it was always like a treat. Well, I got to play like uh, at my cousin's house or something like that. <laughs> Maybe Sims is the problem. Maybe Sims is the yeah. problem. Maybe Sims is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> We've <Maybe> discovered. That's <laughs> it. Well, I can say, as a Sims fan, I do not want a designer baby. Yeah. Well, maybe Sims is not the problem. <laughs> maybe it's other people. Where do you think it comes from then? Um, it's it's just something that's just ingrained within it's people. It's like years of racism. Yeah. Because racism. people, for, for example, OJ Simpson, I know like he is guilty. But anyway, <laughs> when they put the photo up, when they put the initial photo up, when they didn't know whether he was guilty or innocent, the media darkened his face yeah. and made him darker because people have always attached, um, you know, kind of negative stereotypes upon people with dark skin. Yeah. It's like mm. the media, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So they made him look darker to make him like yeah. seem, seem more, more evil yeah. yeah wow even from like a beauty point of view so like i have friends who aren't I mean, they're not racist but, yeah. but then when i go on holiday and get a tan i'll be like oh do they put your arm well, I was dark. Yeah. I went on holiday and I was almost as dark well, as you. Fuck and it's you, like, this is me all year round. Who 
you just yeah. take you out? All year round, baby. Yeah. Then, then don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'll also be like, oh, um, I think I've gotten quite a nice tan, quite a good tan. And they'll be like, oh, no, don't worry, your skin looks nice. <laughs> Implying that if I was somehow darker, yeah. that that would be somehow less nice yeah. or less yeah. acceptable or less pretty yeah and because, and yeah and they, they'll say oh you have nice skin colour now but then as if this is the limit to yeah. where it stops and and it's and it's mm. so obviously that's completely not they're not saying it with this idea that oh I think darker skin is yeah but it just comes out naturally as if yeah. it's just so it just shows how so ingrained, ingrained yeah, yeah. I, I've got a question for you two Anisha and Lolly um, have you ever sort of internalised that kind of colorism? oh my god I know yeah. I yeah. definitely yeah. did like yeah. growing up when we went on holiday yeah. I would stay in the shade and I yeah. would use yeah. SPF 50 yeah. and I think cover my skin because I didn't want my skin to get so dark because Dark is dark was not. It's just perceived yeah. as, and especially as because you're in the minority as well. Exactly. Yeah. So there aren't that many people to like have an open dialogue with, especially no. when you're growing up and you're yeah. at school, and you you do internalize a lot of racism at school, but just because it's it's much easier to than to confront it. Yeah. And those are issues that, to be honest with you, when you internalize that, you will have to deal with for the rest of your life. Mm, yeah. yeah. But yeah, like for dark, people with darker skin I was watching this episode of Blackish today and it was all about colorism. Yeah. And they were saying how even within the black community there's a lot of colorism like which dark skin ladies do we look up to in terms of beauty? Yeah. And they were like Lupita. And then other than Lupita Nyong'o yes. it was like who else? Yeah. And it's like they were saying there can only be one poster woman mm -hmm. for the darker skin community yeah. but for the light, uh, lighter skin community yeah, there's, loads yeah. there's loads of them and it's yeah. like no but we're not racist because we've got these women yeah. Yeah. but then there's nobody darker it's not and it's not like there aren't beautiful dark skin women out there yeah. Yeah. it's just that people just don't see it that way yeah. right okay and like if you think about Meghan Markle as well yeah that, so Meghan Markle <laughs> for me is really such an odd one because in my head I'm like she she's not that dark so i don't really get yeah, what yeah and this is the thing is that she is like a palatable mixed race person yeah prince harry and i'm saying this with absolute certainty would <laughs> never would never would never be married to a black person he yeah. would never get married skin. to a darker skinned woman than yeah. Meghan markle yeah. never because i just don't feel like she she's very she looks she has like eurocentric ideals yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah she's got freckles right. yeah and she's got straight hair. She doesn't have straight hair, she straightens it. She's oh, got very, very crazy really? hair. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, but why Oof. does she straighten it then? Okay. Why do Euro I straighten my hair? Yeah. Eurocentric. You know it's true. Beauty yeah. standards. But what I'm saying is yeah. that she is a kind of palatable. So it's like, so she's mixed race, but it's not too dark. Yeah. So it's yeah. like... It's and acceptable. Yeah, the amount of kind yeah. of racism and the uproar that... And goodness gracious, what a saint she is, because she's had to endure a lot. Yeah. yeah. A lot. Yeah. Compared to Kate Middleton. But imagine if somebody was, you know, the same colour as me. People would be like, burn her at the stake. Like, if that's what they're saying with <laughs> Meghan Markle. Yeah. Oh like, they'd be like, get rid of her. Like, and no. you just don't even realise how racist yeah. the world yeah. is until yeah. stuff like that happens. And you're yeah. like... And people will say to you, white people all the time is like... Mm. But racism's not that bad. Yeah. It's not that bad. And then you're like, look you at all of this. Yeah. 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 They, don't, yeah. they, don't, they don't experience it. And it's only something yeah. like that you can experience firsthand and educate other people with. Yeah. 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 I do think things, I know that um, you might not agree, but in the last few years, especially, things are very, very slowly, slightly changing um, towards better. So 10 years ago, I think, there wasn't as much diversity as beautiful kind of yeah. rhetoric. No, I definitely think it's improving. I think it's improving slightly, but yeah. it's still a massive problem. Yeah, I, like I think my it parents comes in waves. It's it's ebbs and flows. I would agree. It, yeah, definitely. I think that my grandparents always wanted me to have a better life than they did. Like my grandparents got married when interracial marriages were illegal, mm. and like 
it would just be that is not a point of conversation that me and Scott need to have. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Whereas that was a huge thing for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so yeah, it is improving, but it doesn't mean that I haven't had things that yeah, will scar still... me for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you think that obviously with the baby thing mm. and do you think that that's just a new way of kind of going, oh, look, we're accepting people. But I think it's like a subtle level. Yeah. It's like it's an weird. ingrained and subtle yeah. level yeah. of racism. Yeah. It's like... It's casual when racism. I say, yeah, it is casual it's racism. Microaggressions. And it doesn't come from a place of malice, but when you yeah. unpack it deeper, as yeah. we've just done, you realise like there is there is some malice. In, not They didn't intend it to be malicious, no. but there's there are underlying mm. points of malice there. Yeah, and what would you say is like the best way to like address it then? I would always just question this. Yeah. yeah. And be like, that's strange. Yeah, but oh, like, why do you think that? Yeah. Make them address what they're trying yeah. to say. Would, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Make them uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. slightly. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I like doing that as well. I love <laughs> it. They'll understand and everything's fine. <laughs> okay, oh. on to the next one. I feel like I'm getting educated, so this is good. <laughs> this is good. Because for me, like, on a surface level, obviously, I am very fortunate and have never had to experience it. Yeah. And so, for me, mm. I know that people say to me, like, oh, you guys are going to have cute babies. And so, for me, it is just what it is. Mm. Yeah. So, that's because that there's not a hidden meaning. Yeah, if that exactly. makes sense. But yeah. when there is, then it's a whole different thing. Yeah. yeah. So, I get that. Okay, Lola. Cool. Pick another number. Four. Number four? four. No, I've not done four yet. Thank you. Can I be a feminist and watch Love Island? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> go on, Annie. You've got it, girl. I, if you could see Annie right now, she had her hands in a prayer sign. Like I hate Love Island. <laughs> I hate it so much because, it, like, oh, I just hate it so much. I hate the people on mm. it. I hate um, what happens to the people after it. I hate the racism that goes on. Yeah. I hate that they all look. The, I, I hate that they all look the same. Yeah. They all look the <laughs> and they're like, we have one plus size girl this year. And, and it's all... like someone who's a size 12. And they're like, yeah, we're doing a lot for diversity. It's like, and we've got a black girl it's... this year as well. <laughs> That's all I have to say without like blowing my top, basically. So, <laughs> is the answer to that, no, you can't be a feminist and watch Love Island? Um, I mean, I'm a feminist, but I don't watch Love Island. So maybe I can't answer that question. <laughs> okay. I, I, wouldn't, mean... I wouldn't watch Love Island. I, I would say that you can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that the the way men and women are treated, for example, well, the opportunities they get on the show. Yeah. So it's not like the men are always picking the women. No. Like that, the women get to choose who they get to want a couple yeah. of as well. So. Um, yeah, I would say. Yeah. So on a feminist level, you don't feel as if. I mean, there, I have conflicting views about it, but I would say, yeah, you can be a feminist. Yeah. So what do you think, Misha? I so I think you can, and even if the show, yeah, obviously is hugely problematic, mm. you still can be a feminist and enjoy things that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like isn't that the yeah. premise of like the guilty feminist? Guilty. Basically, yeah. is that yeah. you can still be a feminist and shave your legs. You can still be a feminist and wear loads of makeup. Do you mean like yeah. why is this? There's this, always this idea that we have to police ourselves. Yeah. 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 But actually, like no, not necessarily. Yeah. All the time We're not we out to. here like burning our bra. We yeah. only get enough like shit as it is yeah. like let's just like be a bit kinder to ourselves yeah. and so yeah we all, I, do, I don't watch Love Island so <laughs> I'm not defending the show at all because yeah. I actually just yeah I think it's a massive there's like so many problems hugely with it. problematic yeah. Yeah, yeah but then um, but I don't I don't think I'm not, not going to judge anyone a girl who does mm. I'm not going to yeah. say oh you're not a feminist because you watch that show I think yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. in itself is not very feminist and, no well that's exactly, yeah that's yeah. what I was yeah, just exactly. to say yeah because surely it kind of goes back to well like you know the debate with like the grid girls 
and the guys oh, yeah. and like What's the whole that? feminist. So like you know like the grid girls that do the racing cars like, and they oh, Formula oh, One. Oh yeah, yeah, got rid yeah. Of them yeah. Oh really? Yeah. So yeah, oh, there I was never a, knew that. Yeah, and there was a big debate on this morning because these women have been in these jobs for years. Yeah. And, and they're like the daughters of people's mothers have done it, and it's like a family thing. Yeah, and they want to do it, and so basically they were on there saying, well isn't the whole point of being a feminist freedom of choice mm. for women and then you're taking our choice away from us yeah um and so then that becomes really like you say yeah that's it's a pledge sword really because yeah. and, and what the like opposite side were saying is yeah but by standing there in a skimpy outfit you are obviously like becoming an object of desire for yeah no, they are they're yeah, totally yeah, yeah. like they don't so, speak they just stand there and smile mm, like yeah but the, yeah but then i find that hard as well because then i'm like yeah but models do that and so, yeah. and I'm like, I think it would be completely different if they were doing it against their will, obviously. Yeah. Or if they were yeah. doing it, you know, but I'm like, well, it is a choice yeah. and but that's the choice they've made. Like, why is one form of like skimpy outfits more acceptable well, than the other? Well, this is my point. Yeah. 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 Okay, but on Instagram, if, it's okay. if a woman has a quote saying, I'm, my body is empowered yeah. or whatever, that's okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can't, that, yeah, I find that strange as well with the, the outfit thing. It's like people always find it strange when if somebody's in a photo with in their underwear, but yeah. if somebody's got a bikini pic, it's normal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bikini is your underwear. Yeah, literally. literally. Bikini. Yeah, and it's like, oh my I God. Also think, yeah. <laughs> like, I also think it's got a lot to do with like the shape of your body. Like as in like, I feel like if someone that was traditionally or like um, historically beautiful and mm. I'm using like, inverted commas for anyone that can't see <laughs> um, but do you know what I mean like if they like put up like a um, like sensual photo or whatever sensual sensual photo um, onto like Instagram it's all very much like oh yeah but you're just like you know like you're fishing for you're, compliments. Yeah, you're fishing yeah. for compliments. But then, say someone that isn't like historically beautiful mm. does it, then it's very empowering. Yeah. And so then, I feel like there must be somewhere in the middle because surely every body type should be yeah. celebrated. Post yeah. nice selfie and go. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll love exactly. Instagram, Danyani. She'll love oh. Love Island. She'll love Instagram. <laughs> She's all so over sarcastic. it. So the answer, what do we think the answer is? Can you be a feminist and watch Love Island? Yes. yes. I think yeah. we're actually in agreement with yeah. this one, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, it's entertainment, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. At as the long end as of your the feminism day. is inclusive yeah. and all that good stuff yeah and, I yeah. won't hate you for watching it but I just <laughs> but I wouldn't like you either <laughs> I, just, I just personally hate it that's all that's all I have to say <laughs> alright Anisha we've got time for one more oh, okay. um, uh, number five number five lovely number five is my parents sponge off of me and I feel bad because I can Ooh, never okay. say no but it means I can't save what do I do Oh, that is a very rare, wow. that is, rare yeah. situation. Do you think it's that rare, though? Maybe I'm in a privileged that... situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I honestly don't think it's that rare. Yeah. I think oh, gosh, that I never even thought about that, actually. Yeah, I think wow. that, like, because, again, it comes back to the money thing, and I don't think a lot of people would admit it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. Um, only because I know, and obviously <laughs> I'm not going to call anyone out on the podcast, but I know a handful of people mm. that are in that scenario, yeah. and I don't have a huge circle. So, like, that's what makes me think that it's not as rare. Rare as we think. Yeah. yeah. It is not as rare. That's really sad. I think that's a really hard one, especially yeah. if you're... How would you even go about that? It just yeah. depends also what they're using the money for. Yes. I know that sounds really awful, and I know it's that whole thing of, like, if you give money to somebody who's homeless... What they do with it is like their, their choice. Business. Yeah. yeah, their business. Yeah. But I mean, 
yeah, if they're spending it in the right way, but he's to judge if what's the right and wrong way. That's I mean, like, right, if they're, yeah. like, you know, using it to buy copious amounts of alcohol and get yeah. smashed every weekend, that's, that's probably not... <laughs> yeah, you save that's that the money. right way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they're doing well. Like, well. <laughs> no, I'm but I do think it's a hard... I think it depends as well how supportive um, your upbringing has been. Do you yeah. feel like you... You've had support in other ways. Mm. Yeah, and do you feel like, in a way, it's your sense of giving back? And yeah. is it a temporary thing, or is yeah. it a... Yeah. yeah. I would feel hard. Yeah. I, I would feel very sort of in two minds about, like, cutting my parents I couldn't do it. I, I, I would not be it. able to do no, it. No, I couldn't do it. Because I just feel like... And I feel like the answer is that you should because yeah, actually you should. if you can't help yourself then you can't help them in the yeah. long run. Yeah. But um, I would really struggle with I that. I would struggle to do that. And that's why people continue lots of maybe toxic relationships with their parents for so yeah. long and it causes so many problems because they can't cut, cut, cut loose, they can't let yeah. go. Yeah, because yeah, the guilt is just like... Yeah. And there's nothing... Yeah. They're, they're my parents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, their family, you know. Well, I, I think as well, like, parents, if they've done life well, I suppose, um, have provided you with so much support through your life. And mm. I think that when you, if you get to a stage where they need the support yeah. back, but then the fact you've used the word sponging mm. makes me think that it might not necessarily just be, like, a support. Yeah, it maybe might. it's not a healthy Do you see what I mean? Because yeah. I wouldn't probably use the word sponging Yeah. if I was talking about my parents. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, like, they're, yeah, Oof. sponging is really negative. You could be, like, financially support. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But sponging is, like, bad. I think it might be a good shout to have, like, advice-wise to sit down with them and kind of just be, like, what kind of steps can we put in place because I can't sustain this for much longer. Yeah. Mm. Um, that might be a good way of doing it. Yeah. That's a difficult conversation, though. <laughs> ah, I feel like I'm so rubbish in this one. Because then it sounds like it feels like you're parenting your parents. Yeah, but in a way, you kind of make you are. I think yeah. eventually we all do, don't yeah. we? Yeah. That's I parent my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, that got deep. <laughs> but yeah, but you do, though, because you're the next generation and you're kind of like pushing things forward, right? Well, you hope. Yeah. yeah. So I think I know my parents learn a lot of me, especially because I live in like London in a big city that's a bit more forward thinking than my small town in Glasgow. Mm. I go home and I'm like, okay, that's not okay. Like, you can't do that. You can't say that. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah, no, that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, you need to not do that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, for sure. Mm. And do you think as well that parents would feel entitled because they brought you up? And do you Yeah, because I think I've seen this in a, a few situations love and hip-hop um, that, <laughs> um, they, like, mothers have been like, but I birthed you. And it's that sense of entitlement. So it's like, if I've done this for you, I birthed you, I deserve this. Yeah. But that's yeah. a choice that the parents took. That's got nothing to yeah, do exactly. with it. So exactly. it, they should, they you shouldn't have to be yeah, no, you should. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And obviously you want to take care of your parents and you know, be a good child. And like, if you, if you feel that responsibility and duty. But yeah, yeah. I think there's a line. Yeah. And you also have to protect yourself sometimes. Like, if, you're, if your parents are literally leeching off you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... That, that would leeching would be a synonym of like sponging. Sponging, yeah. yeah. Implies like it's like negative. They might not be using it for a genuine sort of purposes. Yeah. I've seen it as well where like um there is a parent sponging off of someone and then like their partner's like, No, that's not okay. Because, like them and their partner are like oh, kind of yeah. like, you know, like scraping by, trying to make yeah. it ends meet yeah. so that the parent can be funded. Mm-hmm. Um 
And yeah, that's... Well, we have to bring another person into the mix. Do you know, <laughs> like, oh yeah, just throw someone else in yeah. there. But yeah, I think it's... And I do yeah. think it's actually a lot more common than we would like to think. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I never even but thought But can I flip it on its head and say, is it then okay for you, like, growing young people to sponge off their parents? <laughs> no one answers. Silence. I'm like, look, Robin, I'm freelance, okay? God. No, but I, I, I do no want to know because it is interesting no. because, like, at what point are you not entitled to sponge off your parents? I guess yeah. it depends yeah. on everyone's situations, really. If yeah. they're, cap- if they're what, capable what of working. What do you need the money for? Do you need it for rent or do you need it, like... Just for life in general. Life in general. Like, um, yeah, that is I would ask one. my parents, like, I, I would ask my parents if I was really struggling, like, to pay the rent. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then I don't feel like that's sponging, right? That's yeah. just, like, support. Sponging, I suppose, would be like, hey, can I have some money? I'm going to the pub every weekend. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, sponging. I would never ask my parents for that. <laughs> I'll be like, because I get a thick ear. Well, that's it. I guess it's also like not trying to fund yourself, but then if you're trying your best to fund yourself, but you still need more money. Yeah, yeah. And that's also yeah. But and that comes down to it. That's a not necessarily a maturity thing. Like that's adulthood. It's like learning yeah. to like budget, learning to yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think we as a generation are far worse off anyway, so we're yeah. more likely and I think more justified to ask our parents for money. Absolutely, and you know we're spending less. On um, people are saying millennials, as millennials that they spend too much money on X, Y, and Z. But we spend less under thirties now. Spend less than under thirties did in two thousand and one. Wow. We spend less on non-household goods. So that would be yeah. leisure activities, yeah. holidays, yeah. Um, restaurants, clothes, whatever. Yeah. Anything outside of kind of like the oven. The house. The oven. The oven. oven. I don't know why I put the oven. What your two pound pizza? I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Anything over my two pound pizza. <laughs> no, I just think it's less. yeah, and I think it's super interesting because like I know friends now and they're like in their thirties, they're living with their parents, and I think when does that become not acceptable? Because here's the thing. You're like, okay, so you're learning like that's part of adulthood, you're learning how to spend your money, how to budget and things like that. But there are people that are in their 40s and 50s that still haven't learned those lessons. Yeah. So it's like, then why is it not okay for a parent to be supported by a child, but it's okay for a child to be supported by a parent if they're both adults? Yeah. I just think it's more common. That's the thing. It's more common for Mm. adults to be supporting parents. But I think it would be weird if somebody of kind of, in their mid-twenties was consistently asking their parents for money and sponging, like, just using it. Do you it think? To, I yeah. think that loads of people do that. No, I do think that's... I do think that happens, but yeah. I think it is bad. Yeah. But I think sometimes it can't be helped because of the situation we're put in yeah. as a generation. But see, yeah. that's how I kind of feel about the parents. Sometimes it can't be helped. Sometimes things happen in life where they yeah. have had enough money to support you for all these years and mm. something goes wrong and they yeah. now don't have that money mm. and I think that yeah things happen in life but I don't know if it's just because from our perspective we're not there yet yeah and so yeah. I think that like I but if you relate to that yeah it's yeah. hard to relate it's quite hard to sort of give advice in a situation I can't but yeah, I'd say, I'd, be, I'd say she's just going to tell you how she thinks. That's, <laughs> how, that's, how, that's how I work. But like, it is important to kind of try um, 
I think, and have that conversation with them. But I do think that some parents do have a sense of entitlement. Yeah. And I think that some children have a sense yeah. of entitlement. Yeah. And neither is any better than the other, in my opinion. Yeah. What do you think? I back it. You back it. Great, girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with We're that. We're doing a panel well. Have you got time for one more? Ooh, yeah. Oh no! I'm sorry, I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was all excited, and then I was like, no, 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 no. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope we have helped some of those questions. Yes. We've tried our very best, haven't we? Absolutely. And We've taken the advice. Yeah. Take it. <laughs> the ones that is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My advice is don't watch Love Island. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not Switch watching it off. this year. Just so. put on Netflix. There's so much choice out there. There's so many other good reality shows. There Come are on, guys. Good Come on. Reality shows. Yeah, like Drag Race, yeah, uh, Tiny House Homes. That's a really good one. What's Love that? that? It's like just these like middle class like white couples who decide to just downsize their house. Thrilling. <laughs> no, no, no. To make, like a, to make like a tiny house. And it's not, it's like, it's like bigger than an RV, but smaller than it. Yeah. Okay. It's, like, it's, it's like an, it's like an I've never seen you so wheels. smiley. Like, this is bizarre. It's so good. Right, okay. On that note, I think that might be the best advice. <laughs> <laughs> We've had all episodes. <laughs> She's off, she's oh, off. God. Um, but thank you so much for joining me, ladies. And thank you thank so much you. for listening. And we will chat to you next time on The Conversation. Bye. 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 Bye.